What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Cassat, and you're listening to episode 51 of the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. I am still here. We are one episode away from a year. What do you think, man? Um, I think next week will be our last episode. Last week, last episode. <laughs> we are wrapping up this last week, last episode. So uh, get your t-shirts right now. Yep. Yeah, definitely go get a t-shirt. Uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Stolen Gimmicks. Get our social media websites, our podcast links, and our t-shirt merchandise store. Um, I don't see the show ending anytime soon. We're enjoying ourselves. Uh, I can't believe we've lasted this long, to be honest. Um, but yeah, <laughs> big week this week. We had the WWE Royal Rumble. Um, we have some interesting news, some terrible news. Um, so let's just get into news. Um, first up. Last week, a lawsuit dropped uh, against WWE, Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, all this terrible shit uh, that a lady is alleging happened, which I believe, but (laughs) I I don't know what to say. I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, it's uh, some truly disgusting things on that 67, I believe, page document. Um, I didn't. I, I, of course, am not a psycho. I don't care to read all that. Um, but first and foremost, hopefully she gets the help that she needs. And uh, Vince can go bye-bye and go fuck himself. So, yeah. see you, bud. Yeah, it, it did not look good. Um, I know Slim Jim uh, pulled their sponsorship for Royal Rumble. Then he resigned uh, because I don't think they could have fired him. He, he would like they can't just push him out. So well, wait, for to... a second, I thought you were talking about Slim Jim re- resigning and, and getting fired. I was like, yeah. poor Slim Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Slim Jim do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, pulled out their deal. And Vince McMahon ended up resigning, and Slim Jim came back for Royal Rumble. Pretty exciting uh, surprise entrant. But yeah, terrible, terrible lawsuit. Um, I'm sure that's going to... Vince McMahon has enough money to drag this out until he dies, I'm sure. But I hope um, he can't. I hope he goes to prison if it ends up being true, which well, is pretty true. It's so sad to listen to podcasts this week and hear them talk about this in a in the way that we have been and then at the end of their show they're like well maybe vince can like redeem himself like hogan did like shut the fuck up if that's the first thing that comes to your mind you need mental help if you're more worried about what how vince can redeem his overall legacy like that doesn't mean shit the dude the dude has allegedly done some things that puts people behind bars for life. Like, I don't I don't care. Yeah, no. Uh, and he spells pussy with an E. Uh, so yes. he doesn't deserve to <laughs> he's, breathe. He's a, he's a, he is a certified weirdo. Um, yeah, I I um was like, there's no way that this um, businessman texts like this. And then or like this, like and then I'm like, well, He's an old man, so that's how they text, I guess. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely yes. terrible. But yeah, if you want to go read into that, uh, 
Good luck. Have fun. And and by the way, anybody else that gets named in the WWE thing and, and whoever else gets dragged into this, I know that Brock's kind of on the outside looking in. He's kind of been mentioned. Um, I don't know as far as that goes yet with Brock, but I know Vince and John Laurinaitis absolutely were involved in some heinous acts. Um, so we'll, we'll see on the Brock end, but anybody else that gets dragged into this, uh, you know, it, they're yeah. all piece of shit. So fuck them. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Um, so we'll get into some other news here. Um, Kevin Patrick officially released, um, we nothing to do with over. the Vince thing, by the way. No, no, we're, we're off of that for now. Uh, probably for, for the rest for of the show. We're good for hopefully. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, Kevin Patrick, we talked about it last week that it was rumored. It, it's official. Um, the new announced teams are Michael Cole and Pat McAfee on Raw and Corey Graves and um, Barrett on SmackDown. Sorry, I can't talk right now. Yeah, um, Corey Graves and Wade Barrett is kind of weird because they're both uh, traditionally play-by-play guys or mm-hmm. color guys. Sorry. And I, I read that Corey Graves is going to try play-by-play, which I'm sure will be fine be interesting um but yeah i I liked kevin patrick Um, i didn't want to see him lose his job like he could have been like a backstage guy um Mm -hmm. that did like interviews and things and that would have been fun um but maybe yeah i don't know maybe yeah maybe he thought that he had uh already peaked and he wants to do something different who knows yeah and i know wwe wasn't his only job i know he commentates for uh soccer games and stuff so i think he'll be okay but it definitely sucks to see a guy lose his job especially a guy who seems like he just seems so nice and i thought he was really good at like um doing like interviews and stuff but yeah not not a great commentator not a great commentator um so we have a couple injuries and very unfortunate ones. Um, Kevin Owens apparently was working with a, a fractured foot. I'm not sure if this is something he's going to continue to work through. Might take a little bit of time off until he can come back for WrestleMania. But um, he worked the yeah, match against uh, Logan with it. There's so many little tiny bones in your foot that who knows yeah. exactly what's fractured and, and what's broken. Only Kevin, the WWE, and his doctors likely know that. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, I, I could see this being anything in terms of duration, uh, in terms of how injured he is. Um, it, there's a lot of variables here. So we'll see with the Kevin Owens thing. Um, may, hopefully he can work through it, though, and at least get through WrestleMania season. Yeah. And then for maybe sure. take some time off. Um, an injury that is most definitely not making WrestleMania is CM Punk. Coming back after 10 years, getting injured, his first televised match. Uh, he got a future sock DDT in the Rumble and tore his tricep. Um, yeah, according to AEW fans on Twitter, they have won. Yeah, fucking This ridiculous. is a win. This is a win for AEW in the in the <laughs> eyes of the Twitterverse. Which <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, the Twitter is a horrid place. You all need to go outside. Breathe some fresh air. Um, what? Stop refreshing your phone for five seconds and talk to a family member, please. Anyways, no, it's just it's so shitty because Seth Rollins gets injured, but he's likely going to make WrestleMania. Now CM Punk's injured, so that match is not going to happen at WrestleMania, most likely. Um, It looks like CM Punk is going to be out for about four to six months. Uh, I looked it up. Torn triceps says uh, eight weeks, but. 
who knows yeah, how severe it is. Yeah, it's a professional wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Where you get, and Punk is a 44-year-old guy. He's not, True. you know, but I looked it up and, athlete. Yeah. I looked it up, and I'm like, okay, cool. He, he's going to be able to make it. And I'm like, and then I heard on, like, I they're like, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm like, fuck. No. It really it's sucks. Yeah, uh, it sucks. But, um, I mean, it gives him prime opportunity to re- Turn next year at Wrestle or at Royal Rumble, win that, and then finish his story. But I think I'm hoping he'll return earlier than that. He definitely no, has no, 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 no. He'll he'll definitely be back like next summer. Yeah, like Summer Slam time probably. Yeah, um, maybe a little bit before. Maybe he can do something with the Money in the Bank pay per view. I'm not saying in the Money in the Bank because it'd be a bad idea. I think, but yeah. uh yeah, coming off a torn tricep, a ladder yeah. match is probably the last thing you need to be doing. Um, but I could see around money in the bank time being a timeline where he could return. So I think him versus drew right now is going to be a big money match. So I'm, I'm there for that. Well, he has, he has a few lined up him and Cody, him and drew him and Seth, yep. him and Roman, obviously like there's, there's at least four big Cody matches or sorry, big steam punk matches. That you could do right off the bat. So yeah, I'm just hoping he can. Uh, when he gets back, he's good to go. And like, that just sucks. Like, I know he had some major injuries in AEW as well. He's just he's getting older. I just it just sucks to see him not being able to hold up as much. But we'll see how that goes. Um, also in the news, Okada is still a free agent. Technically, he's just now become a free agent as it is February 1st. Uh, But he has been talking. Apparently, he talked to WWE. He's been talking to AEW. AEW put in what they say is a substantial offer. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are freaking out because um, Pro Wrestling Tees is taking down his store. But that's his New Japan Pro Wrestling store. So that's why they took it down. They could be taking it down and putting up an Okada store that has nothing to do with New Japan. So yeah. or the, AEW shop one. <laughs> sure. Um, this could go any number of ways. He still has a date with New Japan, uh, the eleventh of February. Um, that is both him and Will Ospreay's last show with New Japan. So sucks for New Japan. They're gonna have to figure out how to rebound here. Um, but yeah, Osprey will be uh in that big ten man cage that they're doing, and uh Okada is going to be a, in a singles match against Tanahashi, which is fitting. So it's fitting. Then I they're, assume Osprey starts with AEW immediately after that. Yeah, I would say so too. Um, there was footage of him like being very emotional at the last time he wrestled in, in a venue. I'm not sure what venue it was. It, Part it, of me, it was the uh, Budokan, I believe. Do you think that might mean it? Like, I feel like if he goes to AEW, he will likely work that venue sooner rather than later. Like, unless he's just done with Japan wrestling for a little bit. The the only, honestly, Jordan, the only venues that he'll likely work if he's if he goes to AEW, I could see him coming back for like a Wrestle Kingdom, but he's sure, not going to come back enough. for like. I mean, I don't know. He he could go come back in terms of being in an AEW roster, but I. I honestly think, and I think this is going to throw people off, I think reports are going to come out that he doesn't know what he's doing yet. I think there's going to be a while before Okada decides what he's doing. I don't think it's going to be immediate type of thing. That's probably best. Let him think on it. He did put in um, his name as a trademark in the United States. So it seems like he's definitely trying to come over to the United States for a little bit. So it'll be interesting. 
and I'm sure we'll definitely follow up on it. Um, you put here House of Black is unwilling to job. Um, I did hear that these guys want to come to WWE once their contracts are over, uh, but I didn't hear anything about this. You want to go into that? Yeah, so at least Malachi and Buddy, I'm sure, want to come to WWE. Yeah. How Zelina and Rhea are both on those shows. Um, <clears throat> so I guess Meltzer on his radio show was going on about the cage match that we'll talk about later that happened on Collision. And this is talking about the inner workings of it and apparently alluded to the fact that House of Black refuses a job and that specifically Alistair doesn't want to take a pin, doesn't want to lose, doesn't want to anything. Mm-hmm. And Buddy Matthews specifically took it. I'm sure Ma- Malachi took uh, exception to this, but Buddy Matthews specifically tweeted back at Meltzer or whoever reposted it with a graphic that he's only won like one match this year and lost <laughs> like four. So yeah. I, I don't know where Dave is getting this, but in my opinion, the House of Black should be pushed harder than they are because I think they're one of the better acts in AW and they need mm-hmm. to they need to get them going because all three of those guys are incredible wrestlers. So I don't yeah. I, I don't know why AEW hasn't capitalized on House of Black further besides putting them on their B show and, and not doing it done with them. And don't tell me that they won the trios championships. I don't give a shit about those belts. And neither does yeah. AEW. So mm-hmm. well shit. <laughs> um more exciting news is Jarrah's show reunited on the Jericho cruise this weekend. What do you think about that? <laughs> Dude, if you haven't seen the pictures I've of, seen it. <laughs> of this, I, I, if any of the listeners have not seen the pictures of this, go look it up. It looks like Jericho is doing a cosplay of Big Show in 2010, and Big Show is doing a cosplay of 1996 Andre the Giant. 96 three years dead yeah. andre <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he looks yeah he well, looks like he wants to die like, <laughs> dude he's walking at an at an obtuse angle like poor guy i i don't understand how you walk when your leg is inverted and he's like, on a cruise ship <laughs> i feel so bad for him and he's and he's carrying around this drunken asshole 50 year old <laughs> wannabe rock star with him like dude what the hell goes on on those cruise ships? I want to see film or I want to see a tape at this match because yeah, what the hell? Like Speaking... I, I remember when this cruise ship <laughs> things first started with Jericho, and I thought, uh-huh. oh, that's really cool because like the first couple had like a lot of contemporary wrestlers. They had like Omega and the Bucks, and this is before AEW. They had a ton of like dope matches and cool wrestlers and stuff. I was like, oh man, that'd be cool to go to. One of these days, I'm going to go to one of those. And I look at them these days and I'm like, holy shit. Especially after I see a picture of who was on it. You know, I'm like, Ugh. didn't they do an episode of Dynamite on the ship before? Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, I remember how cool that looked. Um, yeah, that that's yeah. pretty neat. But, but holy fuck, his like little tour that he does on the ship. Yikes. Yeah. Did you see the video of him dressed as David Bowie? singing yes. uh oh my yes. it was oh it's terrible it might be one of the worst covers i've ever seen he looked like ronald mcdonald it looked horrible <laughs> dude it looked so like a bad. cheap halloween costume <laughs> so oh bad. man so oh, terrible i i don't know what jericho thinks half the time um obviously he just doesn't think when he does shit and he's more in the spotlight now after these allegations were made against him than he was before. Like he thinks that, Oh, let me just put my name out there in a ton more headlines and that'll just wash the rest away type of thing. I think that's mm-hmm. his approach anyways. So 
Well, shit. We have uh, one last piece of news there. Do you want to cover that? I will cover that. <laughs> My Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I said back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five years. So that's pretty insane. The dominance over the AFC the last however many six years since Patrick Mahomes has become a starter is mm. absolutely it's it's only rivaled by New England. Like that's the yeah. only other team that has done something similar in the AFC. Um, I know the Bills did it in the '90s, but they didn't win shit, so it didn't doesn't count. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's it's pretty unprecedented and great time to be a fan, especially since when I started watching the Chiefs, they had uh one of their linebackers uh, <laughs> shoot his wife and then go kill himself at the stadium. So, I it, we've come a long way from those days to now. And it's just great to see my team on top and all the haters cry. So, But Taylor Swift is ruining football. Man, I love the NFL script and how they want Taylor to get herself a Super Bowl (laughs) ring. From all those games she played in and all the the time she spent on TV screens, you know, that 0.46% of all Chiefs games that she spent on screen – really really helped the team win the super bowl and 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 really helped the team get to where they are this year and and, and you know maybe we need to show her some more so anyways i think they yeah. should she's heard um, the super bowl um as a chiefs fan it is awesome to be the villain to see all these people cry and whine about everything and i got the rafts and all that so yeah it's ridiculous and um did you see what's his name colin coward mm. What he said. Yeah, he he did a, a video like just talking about Taylor Swift and like defending it, saying like you guys are a bunch of crybabies. She was all, and like he brought out like stats on like how much she was shown. She was shown for like oh, ten gosh. seconds on one broad. It was it was cool. Yeah, like, I know the stat that she was only shown like 046 percent in like all yeah. of Chiefs games this year. And I don't listen to Colin Power because he's just one of the like shock jocks, like your Stephen A. Smith yeah. and and your you know those like sports guys. But every once in a while, they do say something that goes viral and and like actually makes sense. So I'll, I might look at yeah, that clip. That's the only that. reason I saw it. Someone retweeted sure. it. I was like, okay, he had some good points. Um, I'm I'm kind of worried Taylor Swift's not going to be at the Super Bowl because she has a show in the Tokyo Dome the day before the Super Bowl. So I'm rating it seven stars already. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um apparently somebody on TikTok said that there's a way that she could like make the Super Bowl after the, her show because uh, of like the time change and flight paths and like dude these Swifty fans are crazy. Yeah. I mean, she probably has a private jet. She can finish the show, get on the private jet and sleep through the night in like yeah, she'll be yeah. there. I I could see I'd her. Imagine. Unless she has other engagements. Like she has like three shows in Tokyo. I like how I know like I know this. But um and then right. um they were covering it on the ET tonight or entertainment tonight. Um oh, and, nice. yeah, she she has like three shows and then the last show is like on the tenth. But like you gotta think, Tokyo Dome shows start in the early morning hour hours. So then she, yeah, she'll be on her way. She'll be fun. Yep. That so. those good old three three thirty AM Central Times <laughs> uh start times, four thirty uh Eastern. So yeah, so, this is the stolen gimmicks Taylor Swift podcast. Um right. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody's gonna no. go, oh, too much Taylor Swift in our stolen gimmicks cry. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um 
Yeah, I like Taylor Swift. She's cool. Um, and it, it's cool seeing her, and I think it's cool. I like it. I don't even but, listen to her music, but I don't understand I don't what either. everybody's problem is with her. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. insane how many people she's offended just by being in a press box. Like, holy shit. And it's nice because her and Travis, they seem like an actual legit, like they love each Like, I don't know if they're saying yeah. that yet, but they seem genuine. They don't seem like a publicity stunt or anything. It's not like oh. uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox where they were like drinking each other's blood and everything. It's not, it not, not a Hayman and uh, Swerve situation, but like, a, I, you know. I wouldn't judge it if they did that. Um, well, yeah. they're already broken <laughs> up, so. But anyways, go Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm oh, yeah. Cowboy, here, Cowboys so. and Chiefs on the same side. Yep. Let's go. All right. Well, let's get into our wrestle roundup here. First, we'll go into AEW, and I'll let you take over that segment. Why is that? Because I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't <laughs> You didn't watch it? Oh, okay. No. No, uh, just a couple of quick hitters for uh, AEW. Not a ton happened this week that's newsworthy. Uh, on Dynamite, I just want to mention um, the main event, Adam Copeland and uh, Minoru Suzuki. It got a lot of hate, but I thought the match was badass myself. It was like a 10-minute, um, basically a blitz to see who could beat the shit out of each other the most. And it was fun, you know? Copeland ended up winning. I had no problem with it. Everybody else seemed to have a problem with it. So it is what it was. Um, then on Collision, I want to mention two matches. Uh, Yuji Nagata, one of my favorites from uh, early 2000s and Nokiaism New Japan. Uh, took on Brian Danielson, and uh, that was fun for me because that, that was always one of my dream matches back in like 2010, 11 when I first started watching wrestling. And Danielson was coming up in WWE, and Nagata was still a big deal in Japan. Um, not that he's not now, but he's pretty old, he's like 55, I think. <laughs> and then in the main event of Collision, it was House of Black at FTR in that cage match that I alluded to earlier. Um, FTR ended up winning, I think. I don't know. It was pretty good. Um, pretty convoluted because it was like a get out and a win cage match elimination style. It was weird, but it's good. I'll have to give that one another watch because I watched it when I was dead tired after the Royal Rumble. So sure. That's AEW. Nice. Well, let's get into the Royal Rumble then. Um so it opens with Pat McAfee coming out. He's gonna be on commentary for the night. I uh, did it on Raw again as well, so he's going to be on commentary. Yeah, I think that's going, going forward. forward. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Pat McAfee's back. I like Pat McAfee. It's cool. But you can tell that Pat McAfee hasn't really been up to date on the product. <laughs> Which is fine. He'll, he'll yeah. get there. Um, yeah. I know last night on Raw, we'll talk Raw in just a little while, but I know last night on Raw he made a few snafus, and Cole was like, well, that's because of this, you know? Yeah. So he, he, has to, he has to take a few weeks to get back into the swing of things. But I saw some comments that uh, Pat McAfee's starting to get the treatment of why, we, why is this guy everywhere? Like there was a ESPN post about it that said Pat McAfee uh, is on commentary for Raw, and uh, all the comments were were saying this guy doesn't need to be on everything. I'm tired of him. He's everywhere type of thing. So it's just the same thing that I was talking about the Chiefs earlier. It's a they see you everywhere, so they start to dislike you because yep. you know you win and you're successful. So you can tell all. that um, Pat McAfee he's catching some heat for the whole Aaron Rodgers and uh, Jimmy Kimmel yes. thing. Yeah, yes, but, which he should have because that was just a that was just a slinging mud uh, 
type of thing. That was the, nobody was looked at positively after that. That was just two idiots swinging mud back and forth, and Pat McAfee got caught in the middle, which is yeah. not a good look. No, so. not at all. Uh, but the show started with the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, started with um, Natalia and Naomi. Um, so Naomi's back. Pretty exciting. Um, and she's not the only. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> so so Naomi comes out, and I don't mm-hmm. think a lot. Like first off, commentary didn't do a great job of selling it uh, off the rip. They didn't. Um, it didn't seem like they cued in to like who it could have been, and also. With the entire arena going dark for her entrance, I don't think the yeah. crowd mo- knew no, for them. They didn't. Part. Um, I, until... I didn't either. I was like, "Wait!" And then I was like, "Oh shit, I, that is Naomi's song." <laughs> I I knew like I I knew pretty quick, but it still took me you know longer than it usually does. And yeah. I I saw some some discussion about this on Twitter about do you think the smaller stage kind of takes away from the entrance because it's yes. it's hard to like tell who it is especially with everybody having some dog shit music nowadays yep. it's hard to tell who's who and what's what and i agree you know it's it's definitely hard when carlito comes out to something random as fuck and not his usual mm-hmm. song and and naomi her you can't really tell because the whole arena's dark and she doesn't have a video going yet like yeah there's there's a lot of instances where it takes away from yeah potential uh- crowd pops a lot of people like the music would hit and the, I watched WWE three times a week and still the music would hit. And I'm like, wait, who's that? And then I have to wait till the, like the name kind of pops up on like the video board on the ring or something. And then I'm like, okay, yes. Oh, it's that person. And then they walk out, but it also doesn't help that the, the stage is super small, but, but I understand because they wanted to fit as many people in there as possible, but they could have figured out something else. Um, but it also doesn't help that curved ramp. It did not help. Like sure. the setup of that whole building was not good. Um, I saw like some seats were like facing other. It looked terrible. Um, yeah, but it did. that yes. did not help. Like especially like with pops and stuff. And um, the crowd really just wasn't good in general on yeah, Saturday. I agree. I it agree. was probably but, the one of the worst uh, rumble crowds. I especially compared to the one that we had last year, um, mm-hmm. where where we had that like legendary Sami Zayn Roman Reigns pop. Yeah, so. I mean. I, once Naomi got like seen and she was in the ring, the crowd was good. Like, like it, it was a nice moment. Like she was there and she's overwhelmed. You could tell it was cool. Um, but she's not the only person straight out of Impact or TNA. Um, Jordan Grace comes in, I think, at number five as the T- TNA Knockouts Champion uh, with the title. That was cool. What did you think about that? So Jordan Grace got Mickey Jamesed into the. Yeah. Um, we'll see if this does more for TNA than the Mickey James uh thing did. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it does because really, I mean, I guess I guess you kind of get publicity for TNA, but sure. let's be let's be honest. What casual fan that's watching WWE sees that and goes, "Oh, I'm gonna go search up TNA." <laughs> now. I mean, maybe because Jordan Grace was very impressive in the match, so maybe very. they go, maybe they go and search it up, but. I don't know. I, I feel like if I'm TNA, I want something else out of this deal. I, sure. I don't know what, but I just don't see, like, if I'm I watching think... an NFL game and they do a UFL ad, and, like, I'm going to watch UFL just because I like football. But if, I, if I'm if i a casual NFL fan that's just watching the game to watch the game and I see a UFL ad, I don't give a shit. 
Yeah. Well, I think I that just... commentary did a really good job putting her over. Her performance in the match was really, really good. Um, I, I think, really, TNA does not get much exposure. So I think just having her on this huge pay-per-view, I think that's pretty big. And the fact that she's never, ever worked for WWE before, not even as an extra, is pretty cool. Like, she just comes in. Like, Mickey James is a WWE legend. And she came in as the, the Impact Knockouts champion before. But this is a whole different thing, in my opinion. It's it's a, a brand new person that's never been in WWE before. I thought it was really cool. Yes, it was definitely cool. So. Yeah. Um. So number 24 comes around and Valhalla comes out. But then R-Truth runs in past her because he had number 24 uh, for the men's rumble. But he thought he was going out there for that rumble. I thought that was pretty silly. It was funny. I was kind of yeah. annoyed because I had number 24 for the men's rumble. So I was like, oh, fuck. My number's R-Truth. I was like, he's not <laughs> winning. <laughs> That's and funny. He, he did come out number 24 in the men's as well. So. Uh, but I thought this was a funny little moment. He got thrown out by Nia Jax, which, by the way, um, I guess we can bring this up right here. Nia Jax, since her return, I think she's been pretty good. I think this is her best work of her career. Uh, and she looked really good in the Rumble as well. Um, then we had Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez uh, in the Rumble. Pretty cool, NXT. Uh, Roxanne Perez was actually spoiled uh, in the beginning of the show. They were showing some wrestlers like warming up, and they showed Randy Orton like on the ramp earlier in the day, and behind him they were testing Roxanne Perez's video board. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. That That is funny. I was wondering what you meant by that, because I couldn't find anything on that, but that, yeah. that definitely checks out. That's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah very. And then um, Jade Cargill made her debut very impressive there too she uh yeah she, looked good. Yeah, she eliminated nia Jax, lifted her over her head pretty awesome um but bailey wins the women's rumble i'm think very deserving very cool um my rumble pull by the way um your friend steve won congratulations mm -hmm. to him um for bailey number three or four she came out but yeah. uh three bailey yeah, so what do you think about what do you think about bailey winning no, I like it. This is one of our um, one of our predictions. We kind of thought, you know, that she'd be one of the favorites, either her or Becky. And yeah. I think that's basically your only two options here. But yeah, Bailey Bailey's a fine choice. Um, I think that SmackDown they're gonna uh, set up her and Neo or start to plant seeds. I don't think they'll fully set it up yet, but mm. they'll start to plant seeds. Maybe um, even though Bailey says she's gonna make her decision on Friday, I think somehow she doesn't. Um, yeah. But Becky and Rhea uh, would would have been the presumed matchup if uh, Becky won the Rumble, and that could still happen. So I think it will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think I think we're gonna get Nia Jax versus Rhea in Australia, and then Becky versus Nia, or Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania. What's yeah. Jade doing at WrestleMania? Um, she's gonna do stand and deliver on Saturday oh. before. No, I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, I, I like the idea of her versus Bianca or even her teaming with Bianca. They kind of hinted at both of those. So that would be cool. What poor um, team is wrestling her and Bianca? Cause they're going to get absolutely squashed or should anyways. <laughs> honestly, the tag champions, Chelsea, Chelsea greeted Piper Devin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> not the, but, not the Kabuki warriors. I mean, I think they could have a competitive match, especially when, uh, right. yeah, I think that'd be good. I think it'd be cool. Um, sure. But yeah, Bailey wins. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, up next, we had Roman uh, versus Orton versus Knight versus Styles. Oh, shocker here, but Roman Reigns retains. Uh, 
due to solo Sokoa interference. So they kept saying, yeah, yeah they, it's getting a little tired. A yeah, lot of people I, were saying uh, that he won clean for once. And I'm like, did you not see the whole moment when Solo Sokoa came in with a hoodie, took off the hoodie like it was a big shock that it was him, that the spot he's <laughs> dude, done. I'm so, I'm so tired of the Solo hoodie thing. Like, bro, <laughs> everybody knows when it's your big ass with a hoodie on that it's you. You're yeah. not you're not fooling anybody. It and, was and cool he like, the pulls off the hoodie. Yeah, he pulls off the hood like he's some like crazy debuter or something and everybody's like oh it's solo again oh yeah. who would have known <laughs> like it, it's almost <laughs> laughable at this point like they're doing yeah. it on purpose so uh, i i can't wait till wrestlemania when 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 solo tries to do it to cody again and, and cody like sets him on fire or something they should do like a uh if there's any interference, you lose the belt or something. Like they they need to do something because I'm sick the of rock the comes out and ruins the WrestleMania main event. Yeah, Ooh, the rock comes out and uh, helps Cody like get rid of Solo. I wouldn't hate that. No, just purpose. It's like a WWE. Uh, um, it's like in WWE 2K where you just ruin a match for fun. You just come out, de- get a, a cause a DQ, and go back to the main menu, and that's how yeah. WrestleMania ends. Yep, done. Um, yep. Logan Paul <laughs> Rob beats uh, Kevin Owens by disqualification. What do you think about this? Um, Logan Paul did the stupid uh, his manager comes in with the brass knuckles again, but he didn't have them. Uh, Austin Theory had them, and then he hands them to him. Then uh, Kevin Owens grabs them, pops Logan Paul, but the referee caught Kevin Owens. Um, I didn't hate it, but I can guarantee you the people in the stadium were probably so confused. I loved it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I more than liked it. I thought this was a very clever finish. It keeps the belt on Logan. It keeps Kevin Owens still as a credible threat, which obviously he's not. I mean, he would have been even in defeat if he had taken a pin. But, you know, I, I had no problem with this. I thought it was clever. You know, yeah. uh, Kevin Owens' hand was in perfect spot for the ref to see it going down for three. Yeah, it was neat. It was a it was another way to to do a finish that uh, hasn't been like, we don't see that very often in WWE things like yeah. that. So it's kind of refreshing to see a fun finish sucks for the people at the pay-per-view, but yeah. deal with it. I saw a lot of people complaining about it on, uh, on Twitter. And I'm like, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Like it's I different. Mean, I'm not going to disagree that it is kind of shitty for a pay-per-view um, mm-hmm. title match to end that way, but we've seen way worse in the land oh, yeah. of WWE. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, like the hell yeah. in a cell that was ruled a no contest with the yeah, what the Fiend and Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. we've seen we've seen plenty of dog shit finishes. Trust me, this was not it. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get into the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, it started with Jimmy and Jey Uso. I liked that. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, that got that got spoiled for me because oh, really, um, Fightful was doing Patreon updates. I didn't look at them purposefully. And, but it also got sent to my Gmail, and I was tracking some packages. And on my email, the first, like, one of the lines that I could see from the email was Royal Rumble men set to start uh, with Jimmy and Jay. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? And then that's what happened. So I really don't like how, um, like, I like Fightful, and I, I actually am a Fightful select subscriber. I pay the $5 a month. But yeah. I do not like how they get access to these spoilers. Yeah, some, um, sometimes I don't hate it, but sometimes it's too far. Yeah, especially for something like the Royal Rumble. But I thought this was a cool moment. Uh, number three, I believe, was Andrade. 
um, a return. No, number four. I think it was Grayson Waller then Andrade. Um, mm. So yeah, Andrade's back from AEW. Um, pretty cool. He looks cool. <laughs> yeah, he looks cool. His uh, new song sounds interesting. Um, apparently, he's signing with Raw. So yep, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, ass- I'm then- assuming that his if they do a draft, his wife will get drafted to Raw or something. Probably. There's no way that they're not going to be on the same brand together. I could see, depending on how long Charlotte's going to be out, she, she'll probably not be drafted. Like, she won't be in the draft pool or something. Yeah. And then when, whenever, when the time comes, she'll sign with whatever, wherever Andrade is. I can't wait um, for the new game to come out, me to start my universe, and then do a draft three weeks after, just like last year. Yep. They need to, they need to add... Um, like up, like you can update your roster, or they could like a um an actual draft feature. Like, oh, I would love that. Um, it's so tedious to like change rosters, make teams, it is. Make, make that. It takes literally hours to like make a team. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Not I, not I, really, but the worst is deleting teams. Like, cause they or or deleting managers. Like you'll go in. Oh and, like, yes. Yes, you have to take the managers off of each individual person, yep. take them off as like this, take them off as that, change around the allies, the enemy, like too much, too yep. much. I agree. Um, and the, but and, the, and I, I also I also just want to mention, it's also you're editing a feature that 90% of the time doesn't even fucking work. Like right. you'll have a manager set actually set to somebody and when you want it to work, it just won't. But then yep. <laughs> like then when 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 you're trying to break a team up they're still coming at the other it's it's annoying anyways yeah I hate go it. ahead uh the men's rubble really only two surprises and uh braun breakers one of them and then pat mcafee comes in from the well, besides table. andrade well yeah andrade um braun breaker looked incredible in the rumble uh it looks like he might be signing with smackdown because they did like a little thing on raw about um that adam or not adam pierce uh nick aldis had a phone call from braun breaker so yeah, um, hopefully he's finished up at NXT after a Vengeance Day. So. Yep, and we'll get into Vengeance Day, uh, but yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, Cody Rhodes wins back-to-back Royal Rumbles. He's going to WrestleMania. Um, pretty exciting. I'm happy he won, honestly. Yeah, so right now, um, I would assume we are set for Cody and Roman again, and uh, night one is very much up in the air. Um, yeah. I could see it being made invented by the women now. Yeah, I could too. <laughs> if Becky and Rhea get to a spot that that um that deserves, I could. I don't really see Bailey and Io made of it in night one, but I could definitely see Becky and Rhea because Becky's already trans transcended into being a, a mainstream um, mm-hmm. star, and Rhea is well on her way. I see her in a lot of stuff these days. Absolutely. So. Yep. For sure. But yeah. Overall, what do you think of the Royal Rumble? I I see a lot of people really sour about it because there wasn't 18 surprises and legends and random crap, but I kind of like that WWE was able to use their own roster and fill a, fill a rumble and not have to rely on days of old. And that's how the rumble used to be. Like I, I rewatched Royal Rumble 2000 um, mm-hmm. a few days ago, and it was all mid-carters and tag teams except for The Rock and The Big Show. Literally, that those were the only two main eventers in the entire match. Yeah. So people people are really just spoiled when it comes to, oh, well, we got to have uh, 18 different. I'm using the number 18 again for whatever reason. Um, We got to have 18 different legends and we got to have a bunch of surprises and returns. And 
and debuts and things like that. And really, I think what started it was having guys like Diesel and yeah. names like AJ Styles debut and like big things like that. That's what really started it. And now people just come to expect it. And I don't know what, what else people wanted. I mean, we got Andrade sure. and we got Brown Breaker and a fun moment with Pat McAfee. So, yeah. Now, I, I like a, a nice legend popping in, like shits and giggles. I think it's fun. But I think that this this rumble right here, like I thought they were both really good and they didn't use any legends. And yeah, I, I like I the women's it. rumble a little more. Um, there's a few more big moments, especially moments that can lead to WrestleMania matches. So, but overall, I'd, I'd say this show was probably like a six and a half, seven out of ten. I don't think it was as good as last year's show. Sure. But I, I do still like this show. Um, yeah. And this mania still has potential to be uh, better than last. And I, I enjoyed last year's mania mm-hmm. for the most part. The the I, only thing that really is saving WWE right now is how deep they are with, with credible stars. So, yeah. I'm honestly shocked that with four matches, it was store, still a four-hour pay-per-view. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's- both <laughs> rumbles were insanely long. So Yep. But, yep, I, I enjoyed it. So let's get into Raw. Um, we'll go through this pretty quickly, and then we'll get into NXT Vengeance Day. Um, Which, by the so- way, I, I kind of substituted SmackDown out of there because uh, um, it was all pre-Rumble build and was re- literally irrelevant. There was not a single thing that was um, important on that yeah, show. I, I don't think I watched SmackDown last week because I had to pick up my brother. So, But yeah, um, Raw. CM Punk comes out and confirms his injury. Uh, then Drew McIntyre comes out and basically he's like, I prayed for this. Like he, he, It was pretty wild. Um, Might be my favorite thing Drew has done in quite yeah. some time. Um, and he's trolling online now. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and CM Punk, it, this might have been one of his better promos. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully he can, like, while he's uh, rehabbing, he can, like, go down to the PC and, like, help out at NXT or something. That'd be cool. I could see him doing that for sure. But yeah, give him it, something to do, you know. It sucks. He's like he said that he, oh, I might, it might not ever happen in main eventing WrestleMania, and it's definitely not in the cards this year. Well, AEW won again, so yep, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, Drew McIntyre versus they got a little physical. Drew uh, stomped on his arm. I think Drew versus CM Punk might be a, a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam match. Um, could be if Punk comes back. Punk should be back right if now. Drew McIntyre signs a contract. You know, people are still That's speculating true, true. that. Drew hasn't signed a contract. I think he secretly has. Uh, me too, honestly. I, I don't think like there's they... any world where he'd be this figured into like big time plans and not be under contract for the you know foreseeable future. So yeah, I don't know where that's coming from that he still hasn't signed, but that's insane. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Judgment Day retains against DIY. Um, I, I kind of thought DIY was going to win, and I was like, oh, shit, they won. Dude, they, they, they got me a few times on the on some of the uh, near falls, especially when yeah. they had one of the Judgment Day guys out of the ring. Um, I really thought that, that this might have been the night, but no, Judgment Day retains. This was this is one of my favorite Judgment Day uh, title defenses. Yeah, it was good. And then they bring out R-Truth, and they stomp him out, and it looks like I think WrestleMania is going to be awesome truth defeating the Judgment Day. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, no. I, that's I what don't it feels like, though. For, uh, for an awesome truth reunion, do that at like Elimination Chamber, and then let's okay. do something. They might because it, itself. yeah, WrestleMania is kind of far away, but I feel like Awesome Truth's gonna win. Like I don't know. 
Yeah, like that's, how much- that's fine if that's what you're going to do. But let's do something else for WrestleMania. I don't think yeah. Awesome Truth is a, as much of a um, as much as a, of a novelty reunion act as WWE wants it to be. I agree. Awesome Truth was dog shit when it happened. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm not looking at that with rose-colored glasses. I did not like that team as a kid. Um, I, I do got to say real quick, DIY seems to be getting more over with the crowd. I don't know if that was just that crowd, but yeah. they were pretty dang over. Even when they were uh, making their entrance, the crowd was responding, which is That's good. a big change. So Awesome. Um, I, I honestly would like to see maybe Awesome Truth take the tag titles, um, and then maybe they do Drew versus Truth at Mania. Give Truth a singles match at WrestleMania. He's never had one. I feel like he deserves it. And I feel like this I little storyline. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. Sorry. I don't want to say Drew versus Truth, or did you mean uh, Damien? Versus Truth Drew? versus Damien. That's what I meant. But I might have okay, said something okay, else. Okay. Yeah, you said Drew, as in yeah. like a Drew McIntyre. That'd be weird. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess you could. But then again, what are you going to have? Damien Priest squash him, or are you going to have our Truth somehow win and make Damien Priest look like even more of a bitch? Yeah, I feel like our Truth would probably win. But I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Mania is still far away, but yeah, I, I'd much rather have our truth and the Miz do something different by them. Yeah, um, we had uh, Ro- Rhodes came out like he was he he was ready to say it's me versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, uh, and then Seth Rollins comes out and please don't like pick me. I, I, this is the championship you want. This is the championship. This is the title your dad would pay, like all this stuff. And now everyone's freaking out. Like, oh, it might be Rollins versus Rhodes. Uh, I think this is just to make us think it might be. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I feel like that would be like this whole finish the story thing has been going on for two years now. Um, I feel like it'd be really dumb if uh, Rhodes picked Rollins. But I also feel like this is kind of important for Rhodes to straight up admit that Rollins, like, I think he should come out and say everything Rollins said is probably right. But the title I want is the title my dad never had. The title that my dad had or he had in his hands and then it was taken away from him. I I think it's important that he puts over Seth Rollins and his title, but explains why, for sure, why he wants Roman's title. Um, so I think that this kind of was important, but I think it really was just to make us feel like, oh, he might do it. And it gave us a little bit more time with uh, Cody trying to think, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't think this was important. I actually think the opposite. I think this is a non-story. Um, there's, in my mind, there's no way that Cody goes with Seth as his no, WrestleMania opponent. I don't think and he does. This, but... this actually, well, hold on. This actually makes Seth look like a dumbass also again um, because, once again, he's out there trying to say that his title is more important when everybody knows that it's a dollar store version of the belt Roman mm-hmm. has at, at this point. Once Roman loses it, then things even up to more. But, but I think Cody as of now, Seth out. Rollins needs to quit acting like he's the catch. Everybody yeah. knows he's not the match that you want. Roman's but you you want to make the titles feel like they're at the same level, and I completely understand that. And I think Cody needs to kind of say, "Yeah, you're right. That title you want is important." To, but the only way to do that is to build the the reign up with 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 Rollins over time. Like having Rollins actually say that he thinks his title is more important 
just makes people think that he's an idiot because everybody knows that it's not to that point yet. So why is he even saying that yet? You know, like I could understand if it was close or if he had like, but everybody knows he's hurt and that that title is just, we, we know that his reign can end at any time and very soon. Like, I don't understand why he needed to come out there and act like he's the big catch when everybody knows, you know, it'd be kind of like, it's kind of like when the rock was WWE champion and you had like Sheamus on the other side as world heavyweight champion. And everybody's like, well, the big gold doesn't mean shit on SmackDown. It's kind of the same concept here. The Seth Rollins belt, as much as I think it's a cool looking belt, and might mean something in the future. This first rain is unfortunately handicapped because the rain on the other side is immense. So, yeah, no, I get that. I just feel like they're trying their best to make it feel like it's important. And I think that's important. I, 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 but I think Cody Rhodes needs to admit that, yeah, that title is important. You're making it what it is. And, but unfortunately, I'm taking Roman Reigns. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. And I've been saying this since the beginning. I can make it. I just don't think they can make it important, unfortunately. Yeah, I think they can. But I've been saying that since the beginning of the title, where Cody needs to come out and say, that's not the title that my story involves. I'm very excited that it's here. You're doing a great job as a champion. But, yeah, I, I want that title because of this. But anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where that's headed anyways, is why yeah. I said it was a non-story. So Yeah. Um, Jey Uso beats Bronson Reed. I thought this was a fun match. Um Gunther I wish Bronson against... Reed. I wish Bronson Reed would get more wins. Um, I agree. Far too far. Like I'm not saying he should have beat Jey Uso, but too far often he's in a big match and just loses uh, straight up. So uh, give give old big big Bronson Reed a run, please. I love him. Yeah, I would like that. I honestly thought the Rumble would make it more um, a Jey Uso versus Jimmy Uso match feel like it's going to happen. It didn't really do that. It just kind of. They were just the first two, and that's really all it was. I don't that even think that was the Jay versus Jimmy match. That's all you yeah. get. Yeah, they didn't make me feel like I want more um, or feel like I'm going to get more, if that makes sense. But I don't even think Jay eliminated Jimmy. I like, like that didn't happen. And like, I don't know. I kind of expected yeah. some storyline advancement there, but no, it didn't. There happen. was way and more storyline advancement in the women's rubble for yeah, whatever reason. For so. sure. Um, Gunther retains against Kofi. This match was great. Kofi needs his old gear back, though. This Grayson yeah. Waller look. His dude, it's so bad. <laughs> Put your tights back on, Kofi. Your 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 underwear that you were wearing, or not even underwear, your like boxers that you've been wearing is not the look. It's like Grayson Waller's gear, but with like lampshade tassels at the end. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But shorter. Like it's so weird and hard to explain. It's just bad. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Not a so, fan. But Gunther uh, has a good match every time he's out there. Yeah. So Truly, good. I think he might be like the best. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, which him versus Seth sounds pretty good. Um, That's the way it, I would go for Mania anyways. Yeah, I think so too. Bailey comes out and acts like she's going to pick her uh, pick Rhea. Rhea comes out, gets attacked by Nia Jax. Then Nia Jax made Bailey look like a little bitch. Um, Bailey's gonna make her decision on SmackDown. She said. So yeah, she said. <laughs> yeah, and then Cody's also gonna be on SmackDown. By the way, he said. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he did say. He tweeted that out. Yeah, um, I think Robot will be there too. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see if there's some sort of interaction. That'll be cool. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Sami Zayn in the main event. Thought that was a good match too. Raw was pretty good. 
Yeah, I, 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 I like the it. tag match the most. Mm-hmm. Um, the mostest. Uh, DLI and Judgment Day. Um, and I like the new direction that McIntyre's been headed. And yeah. I think that he's by far the top act on Raw right now. Um, yeah. even and like Cody. you said, Cody's going to be more of a SmackDown piece for the time being. I'd have to assume, yeah. But like you said, he, they're, they're putting Drew on the top of the card. He's beating big stars. He doesn't have a, a contract. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, uh, me just watching as a fan, I assume that Drew McIntyre is like the number one or two guy on Raw. Like if they were still doing the Power 25 on WWE.com, Drew's got to be like number three or four right now. Like it'd be like yeah. Roman, Seth, uh, Gunther, and then like Drew. Yeah. So by the way that the WWE has been set up, I wish that they already didn't do McIntyre versus Seth so recently, because that's probably what I would do for WrestleMania and have McIntyre win. Like, like I, I, just, I, I, what if you do like a triple threat with uh, McIntyre, Zayn, and Rollins? I saw that thrown around a few times. I wouldn't hate that at all. That could work. I, I don't think yeah, that's main work. eventing night one though. I think we're no, gonna, I think I think work. absolutely not. But that that would be a great way to like start the show or something. Yeah. Um, and then McIntyre finally gets his moment in front of the crowd as champion. Yeah, and yeah, then in the daytime as the show's starting with like half the crowd. Uh, it'll be in Philly. It'll probably be. I, I know. I'm just kidding. But then he finally wins and gets cashed in on. <laughs> yes, by <laughs> because, by Damian. Imagine a Mania been... starting with with a with a triple threat world title match that that a championship changes hands twice to yeah. start a Mania. That would be that would be something different. I wouldn't so. hate it. And um, yeah, I think that'd be cool too because McIntyre has been so anti-Judgment Day and trying to stop him from cashing in multiple times. And then he's the one who gets cashed in on. That might be cool. <laughs> that might be what they do. Yeah. I don't hate it. All right. Well, that was Raw. Um, let's go ahead and we're going to talk about NXT Veterans Day after we hear a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is, it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. Um, we're going to go ahead and preview NXT Vengeance Day um, this Sunday on Peacock. Um but yeah, we have some matches here. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not been up to date on NXT, but every time there's an NXT premium live event, um, I always enjoy it. So pretty excited. Yeah, I've been I've been skimming. I haven't been keeping up, yeah, but I've been skimming. Same, pretty much. Um, but yeah, let's get into this card here and check it out, and we'll finish up the show. First up, we have Joe Gacy versus Dijak in a no disqualification match. In a no DQ dat cam match. Um. Yeah, so last week or last night, I as we're recording this, I I saw Dijak throw Joe Gacy like off the building into a dumpster, and by the end of the show, Dijak or Gacy was like 
in the dumpster like laughing or something i don't know some like some like weird i don't know dude the entire show was like a fever dream i'm not kidding i i try skimming through nxt but the problem with skimming through nxt is every five minutes there's like 15 things that happen Mm -hmm. so um yeah it i'm sure this will be fine but i don't know exactly what the angle is i'll see the uh the promo before the match i'm sure yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's how I'm going to be for most of these. Um, then we have the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic Finals. Uh, we have Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Yeah, um, this will be good, I'm sure. I don't know if they'll do the Carmelo and Trick breakup here, but this could be the swan song for both Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes on NXT. Yeah, which kind of makes me feel like it'd be stupid to turn Carmelo Hayes heel. I, yeah, I don't, you, you're yeah. right. Um, so I kind of hope I don't, they don't. I, don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I would like yeah, a feel. I, 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 we'll get to it at the end, but I'll, I'll tell you. Um, up next, we have a mixed six man tag match. Uh, the family, um, which is Adriana Rizzo, Channing Lorenzo, and Tony D'Angelo versus Out the Mud, uh, Bronco Nima, Jada Parker, and Lucian Price uh, with scripts. Um, yeah, I have no clue why that match is happening. If I'm being honest. Um, it's basically one. just it's basically just mob shit. That's all they've been doing. Um, it <laughs> the entire a- literally the the entire angle has been like the family working with the other guys, and I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. So I don't yeah. I don't really know I don't know what out the mud exactly is. Like they're rolling dice and they're like dealing with the family. I don't know what they do. Like I don't understand what their gimmick is. Um, yeah, and the family like. Outside of like doing shitty like vignettes, um, and using every um Italian trope ever, <laughs> the the family really doesn't do anything. Like they've been kind of treading water for the last year, it seems. Sure. So I don't I don't know. I'm well, not that, really that, sold on them as of right now. That's the only match on this card that I'm like, eh. But I'm sure it'll be yeah. fun. Um, sure. up next we have the NXT North American title, uh, Oba Femi versus Dragon Lee. Um, yeah, so, so Dragon Lee's on the main roster, but he's still messing around in NXT. I don't think we've seen him for a couple of weeks on on SmackDown though. Um, but Obafemi cashed in his uh, little contract, uh, and he's the champion currently. I have to assume he's gonna um, retain his title here. Yes, this match is going to be used more than likely for Dragon Lee to prop up Obafemi as a big deal, and uh, he's like a twenty five year old with basically anything you'd everything you'd want in a wrestler so um hopefully hopefully obafemi has a good showing and uh his reign will more than likely continue here so yep pretty cool all right and then we have uh lyra valkyria uh versus roxanne perez um lyra valkyria valkyria roxanne i feel like champion you need to you need to figure out what her name is yeah, uh, Lyra. <laughs> but I there think that Roxanne Perez is probably going to lose this match because I feel like she's main roster bound. Um, yeah, but what are we going to do? Have NXT lose everybody? That's that's like one person from each match. Roxanne, Oba Femi, or sorry, Roxanne, Dragon Lee, uh, Carmelo Hayes, uh, Braun Breaker. Like, what are they going to do? Lose their entire roster right before stand and deliver? That wouldn't be wise. No, it's true. Maybe she'll have a couple more months down there. But yeah. Um, yeah. I think Braun Breaker and Carmelo's been on the main roster for about a month now. So Braun Breaker definitely feels like he's going up. 
Yeah, you're right. It probably would be best to keep her down there for a little bit longer, but I think she'll probably lose this match. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Uh, main event is Ilya Dragunov versus Trick Williams. So, Trick Williams is doing double duty. Um, a lot of people think that Carmelo Hayes is going to turn heel, but what I was saying is I don't think he should. I think we should. Well, what if he did, like, a mini heel turn and had him... Had him turn heel until stand and deliver. Have Trick beat Carmelo, and then Carmelo and him kind of make up, and tr- and uh, Melo gets sent to the main roster. Yeah, you, like full time. It could work. I I mean I, I, I don't I don't know how else you do it because I don't know how you get to Carmelo and Trick without turning Carmelo heel because you're not going to be able to turn Trick heel right now. No, he's super over. I honestly, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see him win the title. Um, but. I yeah I just I don't think we need Carmelo versus Trick right now I I don't I don't know but yeah but they're going to I think yeah it does feel that way so, so. I don't know um I guess I guess we'll see but I'm sure this I'm sure this little show will be fine yeah for sure unless they're going to continue having Carmelo work in NXT for a little bit and also be on the main roster but he's a, he's a face on the main roster I feel like. It, like his class of guys, which would be mid carters. I don't think they really need another heel on the main roster right now or on SmackDown in particular. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I, then, then he'd to... just be stuck in the, uh, in the tier of, uh, car of, uh, Austin theory and Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. Yeah. And you don't want to be stuck where they're at. So not right now. No. So yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, though, I would like trick Williams to win, but I think Ilya will probably retain here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, I I think Ilya I think Ilya retains. I don't think that Trick's beating him. I I don't know who Ilya will wrestle at uh, Stand and Deliver, but uh, more than likely it's Okada. So, yeah. another win for AEW. Dijak might be cool. I know they have good matches. I don't know how, how yeah, recent the uh, last match was. I also I also heard a rumor that uh, they're going to do title for title Ilya and Gunther at WrestleMania. No, I'm just kidding. That's you just know. me talking out of my ass. Make no sense. <laughs> it would all be right. a great match. <laughs> yeah, right, I just yeah. want to see Ilya and Guther again. That's really all it boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a quick uh, ending to our show there. Do you have anything to add before we end the show? No, I think with that last little booking idea, I think I've cut off for the night. So. <laughs> all right. Well, go check out our podcasting friends. We got the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. We got the three brews <laughs> podcast. We got the in the Marvel League. don't don't forget (laughs) yeah three brews we got in the marbles with soda and ethan and then we got tales from the estate uh so go check out those four great shows um yeah that's it for this week and yeah come back next week for the one year anniversary of the stolen gimmicks pro wrestling podcast bye As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine